Let my mind stay on you, God. Brings love and unity. No one give me peace. So that my mind can be pure and clean. Lord, I want the power of control to resist those things that's trying to kill my soul. Won't let it destroy my purpose. All this set me from my goal. Control my mind. Please control my future. Let my set the others. Let me 
Blessed be your Jesus By oh Control my mind Please control my future Let my steps be ordered By
and the Good Morning Tehran. Brothers and sisters, um, how can I say this? Well, generally, you know when I'm playing music, um, first thing that I haven't gotten this thing right or, or all of it, and I still don't. But anyway, Father, as we come before you this morning, saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to, I'm so happy for those of you uh, headliners that have been on here for a while. And make no mistake about it. God has a plan. I want I want to share this with you. A lady, she got a hold to my book, one of my books, just one. Spirits are subject unto you. And when she got a hold of that book, and a lot of people do this, they get a hold to that book and they think, man, this is it. I know all Erica knows now. And I'm going to go out here and I'm going to just use what I got this little bit, this little bit. And I'm going to just uh, usurp her her anointing. You know, usurp like Jacob stole his brother's uh, birthright. And I feel so sorry for those people because... That that little that that book is just like a primer. Um, you might not be familiar with that word primer, so what can I say? It's like when you go to kindergarten and they give you your first um uh, well they do it in preschool I guess now. They teach you how to connect A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And the sad part about it is when I gave her the book, I could have given her volume one, volume two, volume three, volume four, five, and six that goes with that book. But the Lord said, no, just give her that book and watch. And just watch. Watch her actions from that book. So I watched this person literally go off the chain and thinking they really have they really do have something. But there's so much more. And and you know what? Yesterday as I was putting up uh binders and books I had written, I found now back back in the day before I got delivered from that intellectual spirit, I used to write dissertations. <laughs> Everything I wrote was a dissertation. And and God had to use uh, a prophet and, and cast that intellectual spirit out of me. And then God told me, he said, I want you to write everything you write from this moment on. 
Some of you heard me say it before at an eighth grade reading level. And then when he sent me to Florida, he said, I want you to write at a fifth grade reading level because you have so many languages and cultures intermingled that have to get this message. So the simpler you can write it, where it can be understood by a child or a PhD, that's what I want. So I said, man, do I do that? How do I do that? And and he he taught me and he showed me. And and I became so relaxed that I just threw everything out the window, grammar, everything. Not knowing that I was gonna be on my deathbed, I thought when I wrote Spirits Are Subject Unto You. And when he gave me about the battered saint syndrome, he let me see the church and said, I want you to create this, I want you to create this battered strength syndrome because that's what you're going to be looking at every church you go into in the people so I just I just uh, wrote it but then I just put it in the um, first I subject to you and then you know when I wrote it just like I wrote it and I gave it to um, I had no intentions of selling it other than leaving it uh, as a missionary so that other missionaries could uh, could have the work and wouldn't rem- wouldn't lose what I had taught them. And so um, I let editors edit it, and they edited the anointing right out of it. I let people read it, all just like God gave it to me, all tore up and everything, and they got the anointing. So I knew that the unedited version is better than the edited version. So yesterday when I was um, still going through my books, I got thousands, you know, written by other people and and my own stuff. But all my stuff is in binders and notebooks and things like that. So I came across about 100 messages that I had done about in in the 1990s and 80s. And I just kind of started flipping through them. And I realized... Like I told you back then, I wrote everything like a dissertation. And there was one one <clears throat> notebook in the name of Jesus. There was one binder, and it was called Spirit Go School. And I wrote it in the uh, in the 80s. And so the Lord said, now pick that up and look. It's about, it's about um, oh man, one, two, three, four. It's about six inches thick. It's one of the binders you can use as a presentation, I guess. But anyways, one of the real thick, thick, thick ones. About six inches thick. And it's all neatly categorized and Brother Joe had um, had archived it and put it in order and I looked at it all foundational fundamental truths that's what they are that's what it is 
And I, I, to tell you the truth, I taught to school sitting on the ground in the mountains of the Moines, Honduras. With a, with a translator, because the people in, in the Moines, Honduras do not speak Spanish. And they don't speak English. They speak a dialect that they created themselves when they jumped off the slave ships and went up in the mountains to hide. Kind of like the Moors in Jamaica. But the, but the language they speak is Garifna. And that's the language I had to learn in order to uh, really, really communicate. So I'm up there trying to learn how to speak Garifna and how to communicate. But I'm doing pretty good because the Holy Ghost is uh, letting me speak in tongues. And it seems like when I pray in tongues, everybody understood what I was saying. So we got along just fine. But this uh, this binder is all hand printed. And, and I wondered why I used to like to print instead of using cursive. And I used to say I print so that people can read it and understand my writing. So it must have been when I came back to the States, I started trying to type it. I think I had a word processor then. I didn't even have a computer. I had a word processor. There was a time when um, um, word processors were separate from computers. And I always used to have me um, a manual typewriter and an electric typewriter. And then I graduated to a, a word processor. But I value what I found last night. I mean, yesterday. So I got to go through it. I got to go through it. And I've got to, uh, it's all it's all foundational. And, and I mean, as a missionary, I had to start from zero because I, ha- I had to win. <clears throat> I had to win that village to Christ and stay alive at the same time. I had to deal with a very suspicious people. So it was only it was only the pure gospel that worked. And it won a whole tribe to Christ. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? How God can use a missionary to go amongst the people who don't even speak the language. And win the whole tribe to Christ. And even today, I have people around me from Honduras. So, whatever, I hope that lady is listening. Whatever you think you got, stay delivered. Stay delivered. Don't let the world, carnality and flesh, destroy you like it destroys so many people. So as I was thinking about all these things, the Holy Spirit was slow between 
last night and this morning. <clears throat> Slow, and after I put that book down, I put it, I think I put it in a, I put it over there, in a, I think I put it up safely. It's so many of them. I'm trying to find this one message I had, though. I, it's here. Brad Joe put it. I found all my old videos with some serious, serious deliverance. He had archived them all. So I got to kind of sort through them. But that was you see, you need your foundation, and sometimes God has to bring back to your remembrance, your foundation, to show you where you are right now. And some guys from um, some guys from Jamaica, I think, had written a. Uh, had written a logo, a song for me, and logo. But in my mind, it was okay then because they were rappers. They were rappers, and that that song opened up a, a lot of um, people. So I'm in the process of thinking and thinking. And God has given me a young man and put him on my heart. I got I haven't contacted him yet because I'm still kind of waiting on God to work with him. But what I want you to understand, wherever you are <clears throat> right now, God knows where you are. Whatever you feeling right now. God knows what you're feeling. As I look back on those messages and all those things, it's the same message. Only then it was very, very, very foundational. And I realized the church and us, I realized that the church has been stagnant. I realized the same thing that I was teaching unchurched people then, I mean, really unchurched. As a matter of fact, this nation I was in was so mean that they killed a Catholic missionary back in the 1800s. They killed the Catholic missionaries that called themselves coming up there trying to civilize them. They ran the Catholic Church out of those mountains. And how I got there today, I went on an assignment for the Nazarene Church. Yep. And the only reason they they allowed me to be able to come up in there is because I had dark skin. Because the Nazareth, the Catholic Church had come up there and stolen all their gold. 
You see, up there where I was, it's gold in those mountains. The Mesquito Indians are in those mountains. And they trade everything for gold, real gold, you know, right out the earth. Or that or that gold. And a lot of them had lost their lives for people coming up there to steal that gold. But I can honestly say gold was the last thing on my mind. The least thing on my mind. What was on my mind and what was in my heart was to get some people saved. To get those people full of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of them, not well, not a lot, you know, a lot when you consider their background. But I thank God I was able to get three of them, and they have PhDs today. I was able to get five of them, and they have master's degrees today. And they went back home, and they changed their nation. A lot of them have high school diplomas because I went to the L.A. Mission, and I asked the L.A. Mission to work with me. And the L.A. Mission had a program at that time where if you didn't speak uh, English and you spoke Spanish, they could train you in six months how to speak English. Powerful, powerful, powerful. And then they taught me about, um, oh gosh, I can't even remember, dual diagnosis. That's what it was, dual diagnosis. And how and how and, and we worked on a, a program together with the Union Rescue Mission on how to transform dual diagnosis because we found out that the majority of the homeless people on the streets of LA were suffering from dual diagnosis, meaning spiritual and mental problems. So that's just another little bit of my life I want to share with you this morning. And I just wanted that sister to know you can't steal nothing. Nobody can steal your anointing because they can't steal your life. Everything you have been through and encountered in your life was to prepare you for today, right now. The fact that I train missionaries, and that's all I ever wanted to do. I didn't want to do nothing else. God threw me in the middle of this <laughs> and said, live. I said, okay. If I can live in the mountains of Honduras, I know I can live. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I think I take the mountains of Honduras better than the streets of America. So I'm still going through an adjusting, adjustment process 
of being a missionary in the middle in the middle of the United States of America, which is my home, by the way. I was born right here. I just did not know that one day it would become the greatest mission field in the world. But God knew. God knew. And then now he's letting me find, and, and at nighttime, because we didn't have electricity, I would have a lantern and I would be in my little hut made out of grass and mud. My pot in the middle of the little hut, you know. Living off the land, fishing, eating from the sea and the land. And the first thing we got, I got up there for them was a water filtration system. That's when I, that's when I learned that I had to drink so much Coca-Cola because I couldn't drink the water for a long time. Stop passing judgment on what you don't know. You see, life didn't begin for me on this blog talk radio. It's, it's a continuation of my life. My life in Christ is an adventure every day. Every day. Every day I wake up. Okay, what is this adventure going to bring today? Lord, show me. Lord, help your people to understand that they live in now for eternity. And they should be having fun in you. They should be happy in you. They should be every day looking like I when I wake up and say, what's this adventure going to be like today? Because no matter what your adventure is like today, if your heart is settled in Christ Jesus, did you hear me? If your heart is settled in Christ Jesus, it's going to be a great day. If your heart is settled in Christ, his peace going to overcome whatever kind of demonic chaos and demonic confusion which causes unsettlement. you're not settled. You haven't settled the issue. Yeah, it could be you, Laura. It could be you, spiritual and mental. It could be all of us. As a matter of fact, it is all of us. Didn't you hear that song I played this morning? That's what I was thinking about. You see, God will let you live today and experience today what he's going to use tomorrow. Because he knows, and you're supposed to know, that whatever it is he took you through, it was him and you. It was him and you. 
so many people are running around here with unmet needs, unfulfilled issues. They won't even let Christ fill them. I want to share with you what uh, part of what God gave me as his agenda for next year. Yeah, I'm already in next year. I think I entered it, into it. But I think somebody told me the other day that we've entered into the Jewish holidays. I got to I got to check that. I know some some September, because this is my, my time of year. I come alive this time of year. No matter what I've been through this time of year, it's like my soul wakes up. But some of you got some issues that are unresolved. You got some needs that are not met. And, and if you don't kind of get this thing settled in your mind between you and God, they're never going to be met. It's never going to be resolved. Listen to the song again. Jesus, let my mind be on you, God. Brings love and unity. No one give me peace. So that my mind can be pure and clean. Lord, I want the power of control to resist those things that's trying to kill my soul. Won't let it destroy my purpose. All this drag me from my goal. Control my mind. Please control my future. Let my set the other.
mind can be pure and clean Lord, I want the power of control to resist those things That's trying to kill my soul Won't let it destroy my purpose All this drag me from my goal Control my mind Control my future Let myself the other Initiated these feasts and these holidays. 
and we need to keep abreast of them because I'm telling you, this time of year, I always prosper. I always prosper. I'm always doing, and you know what? You know what else? It's the season school starts in this nation. So there are just some things that we need to just not forget and not take for granted. And uh, <clears throat> God was talking to me, and 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 He told me this is the, this is what He wants me to share with you right away. Number one, God gave me. I'm gonna give it to you. He said K D A K D A. Okay, great. Y'all get through it, right? Thank you, thank you, thank you. He said, write that, write, post this in the, in the chat room, KDA. You know, the, the military use acronyms a lot, a lot. So God gave it to me like an acronym. God said, all right, just ain't nobody getting it. Okay, KDA. K. Knowing God, not just about God. God wants you to know him. But look what he said. Knowing. Knowing. Then he said, D, displaying his strength. And A, acting on behalf of him by his own Holy Spirit. KDA, knowing God, displaying God, and acting on behalf of God. Yay! <laughs> that means what he said I got to do right away. I've got to cultivate, cultivate faith instead of fear, which brings you into victory instead of defeat. He wants me to cultivate the inner power you possess to change or shift the atmosphere around you now. And then he said he wants me to to make sure you understand that he has a plan to overcome every trick that the enemy could ever try to use against you. I said something. And that's it. KDA. He wants you to know him, display him, and act on his behalf. Yay! KDA. KDA. Deborah, God told us in his word that these holidays and festivals were perpetual and should be observed forever. So this is what this is what I got to do. This is his assignment for me. That you know God, that you display God, and that you act on his behalf by his own Holy Spirit. That you cultivate a life of faith instead of fear, victory instead of defeat. That you know that in you is a power through him to shift or change 
atmosphere around you. And to make sure you know that he has a plan to overcome every trick that the enemy could ever try to institute against you. Now, I'm going to try to put a quick, well, you know, that don't work either. But I am on page one on how to receive from God. I'm on page one. I'm not on page zero anymore (laughs) on how to receive from God. KDA. God is concerned. Thank you, God. Thank you. You see, when God gives you an assignment, just like right now, I feel this thing all over. I feel it. Because I gave it to you. Because I ain't trying to keep it or hoard it or nothing like that. I ain't trying to use it for my own good or my own benefit. Cultivate a life of winning and success. Real winner through Christ. There's a difference. Look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like there's so many people out here, you know, they're trying to do things for money and get. Let me tell you what: what money isn't in ahead of God. Money follows God. Did you know that? Money follows God. Money follows God. Money follows miracles. You don't have to be a millionaire. You just have to know some. (laughs) And they just have to know God. And they just have to know God to the point that when God tells them to act, they act in obedience. And that happens through KDA. Do you having cultivated a life of faith, which equals a life of victory, a life of Christ in you? What the lady at the well say? Come and see a man who told me. Some of you <clears throat> are prophets. Apostles and pastors and teachers and evangelists. Some of you, the whole world is waiting to hear from you. Some of you, it might be a village like it was up in the mountains of Honduras with me, but a whole village got saved. Some of you, it'll be a little town like when I went into that little town in Alabama and the black witch. The Holy Ghost starts undoing so much of her work that the black witch, who was the witch of the area, had to come see me. They called her the black witch. And when she came, she came to do me in. Well, she did me in, all right. She got saved. She got delivered. And now they don't call her the black witch anymore. They call her sister. The Bible says, know them that labor among you, 
Jesus said, just know me by my works. Get to know me. I'm a, I am a nice person. Because if I wasn't, I wouldn't be able to get up every morning as much witchcraft, as much as, uh, as stuff as people send me every day, every day. God sends them here to engage in a warfare, a warfare which he has already won, but they don't know it. They can't recognize it. And by them not knowing it, by them not recognizing it, they can't appropriate it. And they're looking at flesh. It is not flesh and blood. How many times have you read in that Bible where it says, Jesus groaned in his spirit? The Bible says that God is the God of all flesh and he's the God of all spirit. You got to know God. You got to know him as the son of man. And you got to know him as the son of God. God made flesh and dwelt among us. God wants you to know him like that. In the midst of storms, in the midst of mess, in the midst of all witches create chaos and confusion. He wants you to be able to step up to the plate and display his strength. Overcoming the enemy, not through a bunch of words and not, you know what? The greatest signs, you know, the Bible talks about signs and miracles and wonders. The greatest sign, the greatest miracle, and the greatest wonder is when you step in the room full, full of the Spirit of God. What happens? You are used by God to change the atmosphere. Why? Walk in fear. Because you bring in victory when you enter the room. Because you have that inward power working in you to change the atmosphere. God has already given you. God has already given you his strength, his power, and you know it. And you know that the enemy is already defeated. And you know that the enemy was there when you got there. The greatest kind of wonder on this earth is you. The greatest secret weapon God has on this earth is you. KDA, you knowing, you displaying, and you acting. I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna finish these booklets I'm working on, cause I'm gonna take time and do it, cause I'm already <clears throat> into next year. Officially, officially, I'm not doing any more deliverance. 
I'm doing something unofficially, but officially, I'm not doing it. Officially, this ministry isn't even open till next year. That's right. That's right. You ain't never heard me say it was open and nothing. I said I'm waiting. But now I know. Now I know because I got my marching orders. I got what I'm to focus on. I got what I'm to do. And some of that old stuff, I'm going to pull it back out. And it, it's got to be tight because it's all handwritten. Handwritten. That's when I got that gift of a ready writer. Remember when I had y'all buy those pens? It was that time. If you still got your pen, pull it out. Get ready. Pull it out. And and understand this. You can't rest on what you thought you knew. Because God is changing every day. And it looks to me like, it looks to me like I could be wrong. But it looks to me like it's about that time. Because God gave me this too. I didn't get to it, but you, you read it. He told me to read Daniel 10 and Daniel 11. When he gave me this here, I got it over there. It's printed out on my printer. Daniel 10 and Daniel 11. You read it. Tomorrow we're going to hear about the feast and the festivals. I'm telling you, get yourself ready. Get yourself in expectation. How can you lose? How can you be circumvented? How can you be short-sighted? Knowing God, displaying God, and acting on behalf of God, it can't happen. It cannot happen. Because you have all the resources of the whole universe at your disposal, knowing God. And when you know him and you step up to display him, he comes forth out of you, enabling you to act on his behalf in everything. You know what? It's a great day. It's a great day. It is a great day. So, we got a lot of work to do between now and December 31st. Because God wants me to have you ready by then and release you on in it. If I were you, I'd come on in.
He's worthy to be praised.